This podcast is presented to you by Passion Church and their campus in Montgomery, Alabama. For more information, visit www.mypassion.church. Coming down, third time, man, couldn't find them. <laughs> they were glad I was calling. <laughs> they were disappearing, man. They didn't want to see me, man. I was running them as fast as I could run them. I figured it out. Man, listen, man, they, uh, I need to back off of this. I want my family saved, but the things I'm doing is running them away from God, not drawing them into God. You know, they could, and they were doing all the wrong things. But it wasn't my job to fix them. That's God's job. My job was to show them because they knew me the best of what God was doing in my life. They knew what I was all about. Nobody else knew. My family knew what I was all about. But all of a sudden, I changed. The importance of what I'm saying to you, it wasn't what I was saying to them, but it was how I was carrying myself around them every day consistently and doing all the right things according to the word that's what drew them in now we have great conversations what happened was it opened up an avenue for them to ask questions to talk to me let's talk and it gave me an opportunity to share my testimony which they could identify with and then it drew them in next received Christ and they began to serve Christ but it took a while I wanted it to happen overnight but it took a while. And I had to remember it took me a while. It took me a while to come from out there. I was out there running. And I had to make sure that I could deal with the issues that I used to deal with. Because listen, let me tell you something. Temptations come and they keep coming. But you got to be able to fight them off. But the only way you can fight them off is to have that word in you. You got to be rooted and you got to be grounded. And you got to be consistent. And you got to allow the word to change your life. This is a daily lifestyle. I'm talking about you can do everything you do, serving God and have fun. But it's daily. You can't, you can't, we can't come to church. Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored. Love you, brother. Love you, sister. And then get outside and live any kind of way. You can't play on the devil's sliding board. You can't do it. You can't get in on the playground with him. He does not play fair. Before you know it, man, you hoodwinked. And now all of a sudden you're wondering, how did I get here? What happened to me? I was doing all the right things. Well, you started entertaining the devil. He's real. And he comes to kill, steal, and destroy you. Listen, he will follow you to church and sit right next to you while I'm talking. That's how bold he is. He does not care about you. So you have to get bold enough not to care about him. These statements I'm talking about, what we say matters. We need to be, be, start speaking positive things in what, in what God's word says about us so that we can see ourselves progress and grow in God. And not the things of the world. There's a progression of the world. You know, you start hanging out with them. 
You get spotted. Then all of a sudden, if they see you, man, you're going to get judged. And all of a sudden, he, he hanging out with them. And all of a sudden, you're going to be just like them, doing what they're doing. Right. Let me tell you something. There's power in what the devil's doing. We have all been programmed. We're like computers, man. We're absorbing this stuff. I remember years and years ago watching television when you would see a, a family sleeping in two separate beds. They would have twin beds. I don't, some of y'all might not be old enough to remember that. I mean, that's how it would be. Then all of a sudden, they gradually brought a big old bed in. Now all of a sudden, they, they ain't only sleeping in the bed. There's all kind of stuff happening. But it slowly creeped in. See, we're programmed. You know, you put that frog in that water, cold water, and you turn that fire up a little at a time. He thinks he's backstroking. And all of a sudden, you got frog legs. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It gets hot. The devil's playground is nothing to play with. Amen. And the things we say invite him in because we're programmed. We are programmed. I want you to make sure, I want to make sure you understand that. The next thing is, Self-bondage. We're too spiritual sometimes to speak the truth. And this can go in so many different ways. We can get so spiritual, man. You know, I'm healed. I mean, we can have all kind of knots and things happening. We'll go to the doctor. Man, I'm healed in Jesus' name. I'm dying. I'm healed in Jesus' name. Listen, what we have to do is we have to go, we have to hear the truth so that we can line the word up. You know, doctors deal in the natural. God deals in the supernatural, but you can't deal with the supernatural until you know what's happening in the natural. That's when you got to get connected with the word and the things that we have to do. We can't be fearful. You know, I think Denise years ago used that word fear, you know, and it was an acronym and it was like uh, it was uh, uh, false evidence appearing real. I think is what it was. Listen, let me tell you something. There's all kind of smoke screens out there. And we got to be real careful in the home. Listen, in the home, self-bondage, families, husbands, wives. Man, we can be going through all kinds of stuff. Come to church, man, I mean, everybody smiling. Get in the car and we're fighting. Talking all kind of crazy talk, man. And listen, and men got this thing worse than women. I'm just going to talk with the men. I mean, we got worse than women. We, boy, listen, we can hold on to that thing. And I'm telling you, man, I'm right, and I know I'm right. I don't care if it tear up this relationship, man. I'm going to be right. She, she walking out the door, the kids got the suitcase, everybody leaving, and you sitting there talking about you right. Man, you wrong, man. You got to confess that. You got to say, I blew it, man. I did not do the right thing. And the three power, most powerful words you can ever say is, I am sorry. And the next thing you got to do is you're going to have to walk it out. Listen, one thing I found out is just saying it ain't going to get it. Man, let me tell you something. There's got to be some days behind them. I am sorry. And you're going to have to show some difference. And if you don't show no difference, buddy, he ain't changed. He the same. He's still doing the same thing. It comes out of her mouth very quick. I'm talking to the men now. Now, the women, they got some problems, too. Listen, God put this thing together, man. He said two come together, become one. Now, these modern-day women, man, everybody's got their own account. She got her account. He got his account. Why? Because my mama told me I had to save up for Randy. I ain't going to let him take on all that money. I'm going to make sure I got something. If he's out acting up, I got me some too. 
Huh? You know, so a young lady told me that in a, in a, in a, in a session. <laughs> this is a premarital session. I shook my head and said, you got to be kidding me. How can we ever become one? You know, the things we do, the things we say, we got to be, you know, I'm talking about self-bondage. We put ourselves into bondage and don't even know we're doing it. Listen, the next thing is failure to get rooted in the truth of God's word. We can't be like it says in Mark in chapter four, it talks about uh, the seed. That seed is the word being planted on rocky ground, didn't have no root. So it faded away. That's what happens, man, when you become a Christian and you, I got born again today. And then you don't keep that thing up. Get into the word. Keep coming. Keep fellowshipping with Christians, strong Christians, believers. Things don't happen when you stay away from the word. You revert back. The day you can be born again, sincere, been beating your wife, fighting, beating your husband, because women beating their husbands today. You can, you can be doing all that today and tomorrow. Born again, set free. That next day, you don't get in that word, that same hand that raised up will do the same thing that week later. Listen, man, that flesh has not been set free. We have to do it. We have to make these things happen. We have to be rooted and we have to be grounded in the truth of God's word. The next thing is mishandling persecution that I want to talk about. We mishandle persecution. You get born again, man, it's just like a family, man. You get, you, you, it don't take all that. You get around your family, man, and you, it, all, the, all your friends, oh, it ain't. When I got saved, man, I had some buddies I used to run with before. I mean, we used to run. Man, we were tight. But when I got saved, my, my, you know what my fear was? Man, I get saved, and these jokers ain't going to want to hang around me no more. They're going to quit hanging around me, man. They're my buddies. I like these guys. They're all right. I don't like what they're doing no more, but I like them. They're all right. That was my worst fear, man. I said, man, how am I going to tell these jokers I'm saved? They're going to quit hanging with me. Man, they found out that I wasn't buying no more booze, that I wasn't smoking no more pot. They didn't care for me no more, man. They cut me off like a hot piece of potato, man. They, I, they cut me loose. <laughs> Tommy, they cut me loose, man. I told my wife, I said, man, I thought it was going to be hard me getting rid of these jokers. <laughs> Talking to them. I, I, I found out all they wanted was the things that I can help provide for them to help keep their flesh satisfied. And I had to be consistent. So... I stuck to what God was doing in me because I really got saved. Well, I shared my testimony. They all knew me. They knew my testimony, those buddies of mine. Listen, 10 years, 15 years later, I got a phone call. I stayed true to who I was, man. Got a phone call one night. Brother said, uh, well, you know who this is? I said, yeah, man. He says, you're the first one I want to call. He said, because what happened tonight to me, man, we made fun of you. 15 years ago. He said, I got saved tonight. I got born again. And he said, I remember you. I remember, man, because we parted. I knew you. And he said, but you stayed consistent, man. That helped change his life. Now, that was 15 years later. How if I would have, five years after that, started going back into what I was doing? What was, what was the effect of that? What we do, what we say matters. 
it affects people's lives. We don't know when, and that's not what God called us to do. He said some plant, some water, but God gives the increase. It's everybody has a part. And what we need to do is know what our part is. That's what this is really all about. You know, when people come up to you and talk to you, man, you got to just, you, 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 got, to, you got to accept some stuff and walk away. You just got to forgive them and walk on and keep loving them. You can't keep talking, but you can't talk about people. You can't say stuff, man. You got to be like what Christ said. You got to treat them right. You got to be kind to people. And that's what this thing is really all about, being kind to people, doing the right thing. Now, in James 3, 7, it says, all, you know, here's the thing, man. That tongue is powerful, man. Here's another scripture I just want to read, James 3, 7. It says, all kinds of animals, birds and reptiles and creatures of the sea, man, have been tamed. And even being tamed by man today. It says, but no man can tame that tongue. That tongue, things we say. See, once we get into the word, we can manage what we say. God gives us that tool to manage what we say. And that's what it's really all about. Now, here's some things that, that I want to share. Because what, how we speak matters. And we shape, you know, I want to keep going back to the things I talked about, about there's power in your words. And the tongue, release, the tongue releases the words of your mouth, which are stored in your heart. And here's some things that we speak, and it matters. Our world is either positive or negative. Now, you, 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 you choose in this. We read the scripture that says words kill, words give life. They're either poison or fruit. You choose. Now, here's some things. I don't know if you ever said this, but if you did, I'll find out in just a few minutes. You know, things come out of our mouth. You're killing me. You, 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 you're killing me, man. Why, why couldn't it be? You, 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 you help keeping me alive. <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? You, you, you help keeping me alive. You're killing me, man. Listen, man, these are words that's coming out of our mouths that's shaping our lives, man. I'm telling you, here's some more. Here's some, I got some more. You scared me to death. Have you always said, you scared me to death, man. What? All of a sudden, you sitting up in the doctor's office, like, man, I don't know what's going on. You scared me to death, man. What we're saying is affecting how we're living. Listen, I got some more. I'm sick and tired. Why, why can't be I'm well and got a lot of energy? <laughs> I, I'm well and got a lot. Why? I'm sick and tired. Man, I said, listen, I'm guilty. I'm raising, man, I'm guilty. And I'm challenging y'all, man, from this day to this week, you know. And when I said we need to concentrate on ourselves, that number one thing, I'm saying when we talk, write it down. You know, just listen to what you're saying next week. Listen to what you're saying. Write it down. Say, ah. Look at that. Here's some more. I died laughing. Man, I died laughing. I can't win for losing. Why, why can't be I'm winning? I can't win for losing, man. That's what, and you're losing every day. And you're wondering what's going on. You're you, 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 you saying it, man. What you say matters. I'm, I can't win for losing, man. You can't, I'm losing every day. Man, here's some more. They're robbing and killing everybody around here. You're in the neighborhood, man. They're robbing and killing everybody. You, 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 
you in the same place? What you? They <laughs> robbing you, but you, boy, I'm telling you, man. The neighbors, uh, the neighborhood is just going to the dogs. Listen, you part of the neighborhood? Stuff we say. Here's some other stuff we say, man. My asthma, my sinuses, man. My diabetes, man. I got to take that metformin. I got to watch that fat back. I got to watch everything I'm eating. I can't eat nothing. Everything's bad for me. I can't eat no more ice cream. It's a, it's a problem. I got to go on a diet. It's cause, listen, man, we got the, our bodies, man, we are made in his image. We are who we say we are. Because I'm going to tell you something. Your body hear your words. Your body will react to your words. And what we, you start feeling the pain. I'm, you, you better get right. You're healed in Jesus' name by his stripes. Jesus already paid the price for all this stuff. And what we do is we allow it to come back up. You know, we can't stumble on saying the right thing and by nullifying it by saying the wrong thing. That's what we do. You know, we'll say all this good stuff, and all of a sudden, right behind it, man, I'm broke, man. I can't do that. We come to church, man. We talk about shaking together, running over. We quote them scriptures, and then we get out here. I'm broke, man. We can't afford that. Can't. What? You just got in the church and said, I'm above and I'm not beneath. I got more than enough. <laughs> I got more than enough, and then all of a sudden you, you, you go up to the grocery store. We can't get that. Put that back. <laughs> take, take that out that bucket, boy. Can't have that today. <laughs> we do this stuff. Boy, that ice cream sure look good. How much we got? I don't want to get to that register and have to pull this stuff out. You got your calculator? <laughs> Let's add this stuff up. <laughs> Store got two for one. Or you buy five. Okay, Johnny, you go in that line over there. You, you take these. I'm going to get this deal. And okay, now you go over here in this line. We're going to make this thing work. <laughs> I got more than enough. We, 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 we speak these things over ourselves. And we have to change what we say and get positive. These things affect our life. And here's a good one. Terrible twos, terrible threes. Ter Johnny, John, Johnny jumping off the couch, table falling. Terrible twos, terrible threes, terrible five. He, he, what, what's, what's going on? He's terrible two, terrible three, terrible. No, he ain't, man. Come on now. We got to do the right thing. We speak these things, even over our children. Brother Bruce was talking about some stuff the other night, the Sunday when he was talking. He was talking about the things we say to our children. How we encourage them. You know, they, they say things. They hear things. We, you know, they're children of God. They're our children. We got to speak positive things over them. Things that they're facing and the things that they're dealing with, and especially in the school system, we never dealt with. In their world, they're away from us. Our kids, when they go to public school, it's eight hours a day. I don't know how long it is now. I've been out that day, old man, for a while. But it, a lot of hours a day, they're away from you. So that means that they're being influenced by somebody else. When they come back to you, you better do some debriefing. And we don't do no debriefing. We too tired. We come home from work, man. We don't want to, Johnny, you got homework to do. Get your homework, eat, sleep, take your bath, go to bed. We ain't doing no debriefing. 
you better be doing some debriefing. You better find out what's going on because they're learning something. And there's some things that's going on. So we have to be careful, man, on what, how, what, what's happening around us. What are we saying and what are we doing? We got to change. You know, it starts in the home. And in church, this is our home. And we need to, when we hear stuff like this, we don't need to run out and say, okay, I heard that today. So I'm going to tell you, no, we need to allow this thing to penetrate us. Let it work through us so that we can change and other, other people can see the change in us. That's what this thing is really all about. Listen, here, here, here's, here's a couple more. And this is sort of single women on them. Ain't no good man around here. <laughs> ain't no good man. Ain't no, ain't, all these women around here the same. Man, we say this stuff, and then we wonder what's happening in our life. Yeah, it is. You, 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 you listen, you want things to change. You better change what you say. That's how you get what you want. And it has to line up with the word of God. Now, I'm not talking about just going out there saying, I want a million dollars. I'm going to the lottery and I want to hit that thing. I'm talking about we got to do this thing according to the word now. I ain't talking you know, uh, you know, <laughs> I listen, heard this one message. God said, man, some folks were coming to church, man. They was waiting for him. said, James 131. It's oh, that's that number. 131. <laughs> Deuteronomy 615. Oh, there it is. <laughs> 615. One with that, baby. I got it today. We finna play that. Put $3 on that thing. <laughs> I heard it. The preacher said it. He prophesied that thing. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, man, you have no idea some things folks do in church. This stuff's real what I'm talking about, man. And Joker's coming. You see the cat. He got a pocket full of tickets, man. Ain't want nothing. Spend the whole house note. Grocery bill. Light bill. All them tickets throw up in there. You go to some of these places. I have, I've seen them. Throw them up in there. Next day you see them at the front door of the church. I need some help today. What you mean? Man, my light bill need paid, man. Can't pay my mortgage. Well, okay. What you been doing? Okay, now let's sit down and talk about this for a while. What you been doing with your money? What you, how much money do you make here, man? Well, let's figure out a budget. You got, you got a light bill. You got a house note. Do you got a job? Yeah. How much money are you making every week? Let's write this stuff down and figure it out. Figure out where you're spending your money. No, man, you ain't got to know all that. <laughs> all I need is my house bill, my mortgage, my... Why you want to know all that? That's my business. Well, wait a minute now. Come on now. Listen, I'm not telling you something. I'm not making this stuff up. I used to work at the church full time. Five days a week. A lot of my business was some folk parking out in the parking lot on the side. Trying to rip me off. And the church. Because a lot of times I get sensitive and pull out my own money. And I say, okay, he got me today. He won't get me no more. Because you don't know. The Bible says you might be entertaining angels unaware. You don't know. Sometimes you got to take a chance. I've taken some chances. But some of them jokers, I ain't taking no chances. Holy Ghost is saying, that's a crook. <laughs> he is a straight up crook. And he's trying to, and Holy Ghost will talk to you too. He's ripping you off. And we need to listen to the Holy Ghost. We don't, be, don't, we don't need to be so gullible and pull it out and start handing it away. 
we need to be good stewards of what God has put in your pocket. People will steal from you. They will kill you and take your stuff. They will wait for you to leave your house and come rob you. You need to pray over your house. You need to pray over your... They will take your kids from you. The devil don't care. He is here to kill, steal, and destroy. You need to pray over your money. You need to pray over your house. You need to pray over your kids, your families. Everything you got, you need to pray over it. And you need to do it with a good heart. You need to be rooted into the word so you'll know what the word says. We are protected with the word. And we need to apply the word. We say these things that shape our lives. I thought I was going to die. That's another one. I ain't gonna... Listen, what are we saying about our personal environment, our church, our home, our jobs, people on our jobs? You got employees, man, and they're lazy, won't do nothing. You talking all kind of stuff. Listen, there's a way in. There's a way to change them. There's a way to motivate them. There's a way to get them to do more. But you got to be willing to take that step. Help change their life. Listen, that's how we lead them in. That's how we lead them in. This is a, it's a simple process, man. I found out, man, and I couldn't keep talking to my brothers and scriptures and all that stuff, man. I had to show them me. They had to see me. They had to hear me. And I had to be real and consistent every day. That's what changed things. You don't have to have a, you don't have to quote the whole New Testament. You don't have to be able to quote one scripture. What you have to do is let them see your life has changed for God. That's what they're looking for. And we need to do that, especially men. Man, we're so moved by what we see with our eyes. Listen, man. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. Man, we got problems, man. When that Internet came out, uh, you know, that computer thing, that's a demon. I work with them every day. But, I mean, it's very easy to get distracted. And men get distracted real quick. Women be out there shopping, doing their thing, stuff hidden on the side, shoes and dresses and all kind of stuff. You know, that's what happened. But listen, they don't only show that stuff. All of a sudden, there's a woman out there on the side of that computer. Listen, and a man, we, 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 got, we need some boundaries, man. We need to begin to tell ourselves, you will not do this. See, because it's very easy to click on it. And click on the next one. And click on the next one. It's very easy to do that. When you're inside the home or inside the four walls or you're somewhere nobody sees you. Who are you when nobody's looking? That's character. Who are you when nobody's looking? It's very easy. And I'm talking, listen, man, when that thing came out, when that computer came out, I'm, I'm vulnerable. I'm a man. And I know how men, this thing, deal with men. We have to get, to, uh, we got to get a handle on this thing because this thing will destroy your home. Not only you, but it will destroy your home if you allow it to entertain you. See, we move by what we see. A man got a problem, man, with his eyes. That's why Job 31, when our men stand, well, I put a watch. Listen, man, you got to put a watch on your eyes. And Job says, I will not look lustfully on a young girl. We, we have a problem. Christian men. And we got to deal with that thing because our homes are affected by it. 
and it's time to get it right. Man, I'm hitting some areas right now. I can go for a minute on that one, but I'm going to have to get closing. Ooh, that's a good one right there. The thing's got quiet on me. <laughs> hey, I want to be vulnerable. Listen, we have a problem being vulnerable. Men do. I'm telling you, my wife asked me a question years ago. She was saying some things. She was asking me some questions, man. I, got, 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 I was in my house, too. We got a little heated. I started sweating. I said, it's getting a little hot up in here. <laughs> she, I didn't want to answer some of the questions that she was asking. She, and I said, you, 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 you're asking me too many questions. I feel like I'm on a witness stand. <laughs> feel like I got to defend myself. <laughs> so you got to back off me now. But here was the deal, man. You know, so she asked me, she said, well, why, what, what is the deal? What is the problem? Why can't you answer me these questions? I said, I can answer some of your questions, but some of your questions I don't like. <laughs> I don't like them. And, and so she asked me, she said, why? I said, because they make me vulnerable. They make me vulnerable as a man. I feel like when you ask me these questions, Man, if I say, if I give you the answer you're looking for, man, I don't know, I don't, I don't know where it's going. I, I don't know where I'm going from here. I don't know what's going to happen to me. I don't know how you're going to take this. I don't know how you're going to treat me. I don't know how you're going to respond to that. I don't know what to do when you do respond. I said, if I'm vulnerable, it's almost like in a fight, man. I, I'm, I'm going to a knife fight and everybody got guns. I, I got to have the same way. I don't know. I said, that's the position you put, I'm put in, I feel. Listen, let me tell you something. When I was able to express that, I got set free from some things. Until we can express how we feel when we say it, that's when we release. See, the devil, he wants you to suppress this thing, especially a man. I'm talking to the men now. He wants you to suppress that thing. He don't want you to share what's in your heart, share what you're dealing with, because what happens is you feel vulnerable. He wants you to think you feel vulnerable. Here's what he don't want you to know. When you do express it, you're set free. You're set free, man. And the, the Bible says the truth will set you free. And that is the truth. I'm telling you, it works that way. And so we need to change some things. And we need to be willing to talk. We need to be willing to say What's really going on? And uh, and I'm need to wrap it up. Y'all get anything out of this? Yeah. I'm on, I, I don't have a whole bunch of notes up there, but I'm I'm fired up right now, boy. I got a few things. But 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 anyway, here's here's the last statement. I'm gonna start closing this because we got to do communion. Uh, remember this: successful people, successful people, live life on purpose. Successful people, they live life on purpose, man. They got a plan. They got goals. And they work their goals. And they work their plan. And things that interfere with it, they get out of the way. What we have to do is we have to strive to become successful. This is, this is a way of life. This is a way of life, and I'm going to take you back to the first four things that I talked about, and I, and, and just, and I challenge everybody during the week, from, this, from the day on, what we say, just listen to the things we say. Catch ourselves. 
Let's change it from the negative, make it the positive. Because here's why. There's power in your words. The tongue releases the words of your mouth. You will never have beyond your words. You will never do beyond your words. And remember, we are the sum total today, who we are. We are the sum total of our words. So let's change who we are by speaking positive on our lives. Amen? Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, I hope y'all benefited from some things I said today. I wanted to share my heart. And these are some things I'm changing every day, man. I'm not perfect. I have to catch myself, and I'm trying to do the best that God wants me to do because I want to change other people's lives because of how I walk, the things I say. I want to change their lives. And so what I do matters, what I say matters, and what you do, same thing. Praise God. Well, bow your heads with me. I'm going to go ahead and close out, and we're going to do communion. But, you know, if you're here this morning, you know, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I believe that God wants... As you said, you know, his son died so that we can all be saved. You know, it's, it's so special and it's so key to have God in our lives. He needs to rule over our lives. We're living in a world where it's so much chaos. We're programmed in so many different ways. And we need God. We need God to rule our lives. We need God to guide our lives. We need his wisdom, his knowledge, and his understanding over everything that we do every day of our lives. And if you don't know Jesus, you don't have that. So I want to give you an opportunity today to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. The Bible says in Romans that if we confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our hearts, that he was raised from the dead, that we shall be saved. That's all it takes. Man, that's all it takes. That's the beginning of renewing your mind, not being conformed to the things of this world again. So what I want to do is give an opportunity just by a show of hands. Those, you might be here and you've never received. You know, you have to give this opportunity. You might be here and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Just by a show of hands. Just let me see your hand. I want to pray for you. I want you to confess this with me. Now, and it could be somebody here that says, man, I don't want to do that. So we're going to do it together. Let's just do it together. I believe that Jesus is Lord. And I believe that he was raised from the dead. And I thank you right now that I'm saved. Now, forgive me of my sins. And cleanse me of all unrighteousness. From this day forward, I will serve you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Well, we're going to go ahead and prepare for communion. So did everybody get uh, some elements? Does anybody need any? Thanks for listening to today's podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it and pray that you are blessed by God's word. For more information about Passion Church, visit www.mypassion.church.